is an Auburn Network production. Live from Auburn, the sports capital of Alabama, this is The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Friday edition of The Drive. Hope everybody is doing well. Another Man, it is a gorgeous day, warming up a little bit. It's a little warmer than it's been the last few days. Looks like we're going to have a beautiful weekend. So uh, we, we'd love for you to join in with us, us, Bill and Dan. No Drew today. No Drew today. No Drew today. So if uh, something messes up, it's probably my fault. It, it is, well. But it usually is anyway. It's Drew's fault for not being here. Well, Let's be yeah, clear. That, and then, that's, that's, that's the bottom And then line. we're going we're gonna to do our best to make up for the fact that, we're, I mean, we're, we're a band without a rhythm section today, right? No that's Drew's. That's right. I mean, we're, we, don't, we, don't have, we don't have somebody leading the beat there. Ringo. Well, you know, our, our, have, you heard the, uh, have you heard the new uh, Beatles yeah, song? Yeah, I have. Though? It's okay. It's a cash grab, it's isn't okay. it? It's okay. Cash grab it's, central. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. You know the one from I am disappointed. The new Beatles song from the nineties was pretty good. Free as a bird. Well, they did two. That was, but the the, the, know, the one that was, was the, Free as a Bird and and Real Love. I thought Free as a Bird sound free, free, sounded free as like a bird a, was pretty good. Uh, I wish they had been. Now maybe they can go back and do with Free as a Bird what they did with Now and Then their their new single that came out yesterday. I watched the making of the video yesterday morning at like seven thirty, and then then watched the video, and it's like, yeah, listen to it again last night. Through better speakers, and it's okay. It's it, a, it's nothing. It's nothing special. And it fe- it it's feels, not like oh wow, that's a that's a great Beatles song. No, it, it, no, it's not. It feels it's a more, Beatles song. I it, guess it feels more Frankenstein Frankenstein than than Free as a Bird. It did, does, right? Free as a Bird felt like a. But but I, like I said, if they could do, you did. Did you hear about what they did? All right, so the uh, producer, I think, it's Peter Jackson, uh, who who did get the, back the, yeah. the get back yeah. the movie. Uh, has come up with technology where he is really able to go in and pull individual pieces like strings or piano or guitar, drums, and vocals out of music that was not laid down with different tracks. Because and the reason they had I know not, they had to do for for get back they had to do a lot of stuff to isolate different pieces right. of audio during, yeah like to get a lot of those conversations were originally difficult to hear but they could mute it's, it's some ama- of the music it's amazing and, what they've been able to do and now yes from now and then was a John Lennon song so I mean it's not a Lennon McCartney song so that's another reason it's sort of not doesn't feel Beatlesy. Lennon Lennon solo stuff is is decidedly different from Beatles stuff. And a lot of it is absolutely great. But this one is just one I can see why he sort of just left it aside. This is all because this is all because Drew's not here. We got into the conversation about Ringo. We be doing this, but I mean, hey, it's it's fun to talk about. But anyway, so so it's a pretty big deal too. Well, it is. So anyway, the deal was he had laid down piano and vocal at the same time, and Paul was saying, and George, uh, when they were trying to do this in '95. Uh, they they could not get enough of John's vocal. It just just didn't work. So they just sort of left it aside. Uh, now they had some of couple of George's guitar licks, but not a whole lot. 
So what they did is they t- uh, Peter Jackson was able to come in and bring John's voice, and you hear it right there at the beginning of the song. There's no question, and there's no background. It's it's John's voice starting the song, and then Paul uh, Paul did say uh, he as he and Ringo were getting together to try to get this done, and Ringo was just gung ho about it. Paul said he would try to do a George sounding guitar solo, and it does. It is very very George like the guitar toward the end of the song. But but again, I mean, yeah, it is a big deal I, uh, because it does have all four of the Beatles there on the song, but it's to me I was I was a little disappointed. I know Steve Witten's going to barge in here and, and force us to talk about sports if we keep doing this Beatles thing, but but Get Back is Is get, he here? I don't know. Maybe don't, not. Maybe, maybe he's here. Get Back is Get Back's outstanding if you haven't seen it on, on uh, Disney Plus. It, 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 it absolutely it's, it's, it is. must it must you must watch it. My favorite character in Get Back is the guy that keeps wanting to go to Africa and play the 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 show in front of uh, people oh, yeah. that, that don't understand Beatles music or weren't, you know, they weren't terribly uh, popular. In, I think it's Libya. He keeps trying to get him to go play in, in Libya or something, but it's uh, yeah, there's there's some just unbelievable stuff there and get back and and people are you know now now with the uh, recently released Beatles song there's, there's now people talking and about then that. yeah. that's that's the name of it again but I get, said yeah I, but get back I, is I, outstanding I, I wouldn't mind if they could go back and pull and get a little more John in real love because it's sort of low there get but. back is is Disney Plus right I think I think yes. it's on I think it's on yes, Disney it yeah, if, you have, if you haven't seen get back that's the, I mean just an inc- incredible work of art yep all right uh, and sports and then there's the drive. Uh, <laughs> Bella Dan here not with quite you. John and Paul no today, no get... not quite and will never be to be honest uh, but um, yeah we're, we'll talk sports we'll talk we'll talk music too if you like but no, I mean there's plenty enough going on in the world of sports and tomorrow is we were talking about it yesterday tomorrow is such a huge day for I mean tomorrow is a day where the SEC and not that I mean, say there are some people say, well, every every college football Saturday is a is a Saturday where the SEC takes front and center. There there are there have been big games around the country consistently from other from other right. conferences. Tomorrow feels like a day where well, tomorrow feels like the quarter the the semifinals of the SEC uh, championship. But Georgia and Missouri and with LSU and right. Alabama squaring off, Ole Miss A and M looks like it's going to be a great mm-hmm. game. And then you got Auburn Vanderbilt as well, Florida Florida Arkansas. You know, a couple of places where. You know, there, there's there's coaches that desperately want to avoid a loss uh, th- this weekend, and and that could be uh, pretty compelling as well. Yeah, so we'll talk about those. We'd love for you to join in with us. Uh, we've got a, a fun show here on this Friday, though. Uh, Scott Bagwell, voice of the Auburn High School Tigers, going to join us, and he'll talk about the Tigers' regular season finale. Yes, they should win. You know, you s- sort of feel like Auburn High, Auburn University have got sort of similar type situations where you feel like they should win, and they should win fairly comfortably. Smith, who Auburn play, Auburn High plays tonight, has won one game. But if Auburn and, and, and Auburn should win, and if they win, it may not it may not affect their playoff standing. But if they lose, it will affect their playoff standing. They will be the four seed. If they lose, so they need to win. They'll probably be the three seed, but they could does, be the two seed. How does home road work again? If, you, if you're um, in the all right, the the top it one, two, do one top and two, two host seed, top two seeds host the first round. So there's a lot of difference in being the three versus the two. Oh yes, in, in the region, yes, because first round you're the three or four seed. You're on the road. Second round, and so three and four would go play at schools down from the south mo- Alabama, from the mo- yeah, the, the Mobile, Mobile area, yeah. 
Uh, could, sec- could be uh, Foley, I believe, is one of those uh, schools competing in the in, in the 7A region down there. So you might see Auburn commitment uh, Perry Thompson in that in, in that mix as well. Yeah. Uh, well, Scott, I'm sure will be able to tell us who the likely matchups are. Uh, second round, um, the higher seed gets to host. So as a as a as a uh, now you, you go on the road. You know, you try you try to even things up home and road, but uh, Auburn likely uh, would you know if they win they'd likely be on the road of the second round. Um, now there's the possibility of playing Central early as well. So yeah, we'll we'll let Scott give us all the uh, uh, all the possibilities there. But Auburn needs to win. They need to win to you know go ahead and uh, be confident going in and and. Uh, um, not be the four seed. So we'll talk with Scott this hour. Hour number two. Auburn has, has Central clinched the one seed. Are they the yes? They're the, they're the top team in the region. Yeah. So and then the rest of it could be could yeah. be decided. It looks like on... Enterprise too. Oh, okay. Um, and and right and they now would have Auburn... the, they would have the tiebreaker right if if, they if Auburn and Enterprise finished the same record. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh. So so yeah, we'll talk with Scott this hour. Hour number two. Auburn women's basketball coach. Johnny Harris joins us right at the top of the hour. Have n- we've not we've never had uh, Johnny Harris on the show before. This this will be that her first true. her first appearance on the drive. Looking forward to that. Going into year three as Auburn women's basketball coach. And 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 again, it's not for uh, it's it's not it's not because we haven't wanted to or something like that. It is just uh, much much uh, easier and makes sense when you're. Um, your stations are carrying the broadcasts. Yeah, it's not that Troy prevents me from talking to other women's basketball coaches. That's not that's not the uh, the rule. It's uh, it's it, yeah. No, it was just yeah. There were there were you shouldn't give them any ideas. Logistical issues uh, there with uh, you know in, in the past, but no, it's great to uh, you know, we we've we've uh, been thrilled with the access we've gotten from the Auburn uh, athletic department of late, and yeah, that continues with an interview with uh, Auburn women's basketball coach Johnny Harris to start. The, uh, the second hour of the show. And then we will speak with uh, Coach Don Dunn at around 5.15. So um, we'll, have, we'll take your phone calls at other times, including, you know, right now, if you'd like to go ahead and get in with us. And uh, the, uh, the Drive Hotline presented by Skybar that number is 334-321-1390. You can also text the show, 334-564-1840. That's the Drive Text Box, presented by Southeastern Industrial Contractors. They also sponsor the podcast, available however you listen to podcasts. Yeah, as you said, I mean, there there's some interesting ball games in the SEC. There's some other big ball games around the country uh, as well. So we'll look at those. What else... Uh, Anything else? I mean, college basketball on? season is right around the corner. I mean, we'll have. I mean, this is this is the last weekend without it college is. basketball until April. So, I mean, that, and that's you know, that used to not matter too much around here, right, Bill? No, like you're it used right. to say, you're you know, right. the la- the last weekend without college basketball until April was was just another weekend, not all that well, long. Well, you used to also think the the last weekend around here without college basketball until March. That's you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> be like February. Oh, when is the SEC until, tournament yeah, over? Until, oh, okay. Until late February, you, you know, know, sometimes. Midway of the SEC tournament, that's pretty much going to be it. That's uh, that's not the expectation anymore. Thing, things have changed, and uh, Auburn uh, with, a, uh, with a big game Tuesday night against Baylor in South Dakota, and then they'll be uh, they'll be home uh, against Southeastern later in the week. So yeah, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to feel like basketball season before long, and uh, and a big weekend of college football before we uh, before we get there. Oh uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, um, and and are we getting an update from? The- well, well, no, it's just and and also going on. Yeah, baseball is uh, uh, in Biloxi. Oh, is that right? They're they're yeah the home of the Shuckers as they uh, um, feel so weird that take they, on is, is it Louisiana or Louisiana Tech? It's it's the college base it's the college baseball calendar, and I know there's there's stuff yeah. in in but it's, I mean the World Series just ended, and we're talking about preseason college baseball. You're talking about off season college baseball, yeah, off off season exhibition college, college baseball that, that'll get going uh, very soon. I mean that's a that's a year round thing when you're talking about right. I mean the I mean the World Series ended hours ago, and it's like yeah, really. And and it's like oh yeah well we got some uh, got some preseason Auburn baseball to talk about but no I mean that's a, that's a big season coming up too and it won't be won't be before long they're playing games that count in the standings oh that is right I mean early February is is, is I saw infographic when that, when that infographic today I believe we are exactly one hundred days from the Super Bowl so you think about right? like yeah I believe we are wow. one, I believe we are one hundred days from the Super Bowl as of today so you think about and that is. That's usually about a month and a half before opening day of Major League Baseball, right? I mean, right, well, right, you, right in there. Well, you know what that means. I mean, it used to. It used to. You know what I used to think. I mean, um, would th- that would be big that the Super Bowl was coming up? The Super Bowl was generally going to be within days of National Signing Day. Back when National Signing Day was that, you know, that that first. Wednesday in February. Although you do now have, that's the end of the portal, right? I mean, that's the closing. That's right around when the, or when, no, is it, is yeah, it January? Yeah, you get 30 days. Oh, it's January. You get, you get 30 okay. days from conference championships now. It's pretty much the entire month so of December. It, it is. Well, the, the reason they did that. And then there's an extra week for playoff there teams, was right? way or, too much time after classes got started. There was like a couple of weeks after just about everyone had started classes. So what the NCAA, this is this one makes sense. They give you 30 days. It's going to be January, around January 5th or so that, uh, that, that players, except for the teams that are in the, in the championship, the teams that are playing there in, well, the, it would be, in the quarter, in the semifinals and finals get five days after their team finishes its season. Although that's, that's going to be interesting to juggle, right? Because like you have, I mean, Players who are on playoff teams will have an extra week to yeah, go into the portal. But they probably won't be able to start school at other places. They'll be way behind. Right. The thinking of the NCAA was most schools, it's not a problem if you start, if you're starting classes um, before the 10th of January. But if you're, if you're, you know, the, the issue making is, your mind up the middle of January, it may be tough to get in school at some places for the spring term. The, the biggest issue would appear to be that, the, at least for the, the playoff teams, is that the national champion in college football isn't crowned until the spring semester has already started right. at a lot of places. And, and so, it's usually about a weekend. I mean, it would, be, it would be very clean to just have a 30-day period as soon as the national championship game is over and say, well, there's your window. But if you did that... Nobody would be in school in the spring. It would, yeah, it would be everybody would be having to, having to switch in Maybe January. Maybe you need to then move uh, the spring games become summer games yeah but but it's still about getting people enrolled right i mean it's not even about yeah i mean so but i but if you but if you said okay they can enroll for the first of the Mm. summer session and that's when your your uh 
not spring but, practice. Your summer practice would be like in May. It's also you know you I play I think games in June. I'm okay with I'm okay with giving everyone who didn't make the playoff a leg up on the teams that made the playoff in the portal. How about that, Bill? Like if you're in the if you're in the playoff, well, they do. They they sort of do. That's what I mean. Like, and I think that's. I mean, it's it's really the only way you can do it with the current uh, yeah. schedule. But it's also, I think it's probably the right way to do it because the teams that are in the playoff, they shouldn't need as much help. It's it's like <laughs> no, it's it's a lot like you know the draft lottery being open to the teams that don't make the playoff yeah. in the NBA. Like it's it's something where I mean you don't want to you don't want to put your finger on the scale too much and give certain teams an advantage over other teams. But I think in this case where it's yeah may, maybe the the portal can be, and it's not like there's anything preventing teams that are getting ready for playoff games from also recruiting players in the transfer portal. But no, I think that's a, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's that's going to be that's that's going to be something to see. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. We'd love for you to join in here on the Friday edition of the drive with with Bill and Dan. We will uh, get to our first break. I got to make sure that I've got the right mouse. This this is it, one is it a touchscreen? I think it might be a touchscreen too. But if you want to try that out. Oh, this one? Yeah, well, I think, then I've, I've got to pull the mic over I here. Think, I think that's a touchscreen. Touch Let's see. Judges? Uh, there we go. Your Auburn football game day destination is Wings 94.3. Uncle T-Bone here. And Jack Hutton. Join us this Saturday. We'll get you game ready for the Auburn football game against Vanderbilt. Game day is presented by Johnny Brusco's New York Style Pizza, Wisdom Law Firm, Fairway Auto Brokers, Auburn Opelika, Hydra Med, Baumhauer's Victory Grill, and the Orthopedic Clinic. Only on Classic Hits. Wings 94.3. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. Or Eagle. Martha Hank with the Food Bank of East Alabama. The annual Beat Bama Food Drive is on. In partnership with Kroger, committed to zero hunger, zero waste, that's Kroger's bold nationwide impact plan. And in that spirit, we invite you to join our local campaign. So the next time you shop Kroger, please purchase non-perishable items for East Alabama families in need. For donation information, visit foodbankofeastalabama.com. Together we can beat Bama and beat hunger. The Edward Via College of Osteopathic Medicine in Auburn is dedicated to its mission of transforming medical students into caring, compassionate physicians. VCOM partners with Auburn University for student activities, shared learning experiences, and research opportunities. Students are instructed in a hands-on learning environment by outstanding faculty members that are dedicated to student success. VCOM is working to improve the health of Alabama's citizens by increasing the number of primary care physicians throughout the state, especially in rural and underserved areas. Find out more at vcom.edu. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. The drive continues. 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 The drive with Bill.
Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. Online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back into The Drive here on this Friday afternoon. It's Bill and Dan. Love for you to join in. Your thoughts on any of the ball games this weekend? Anything going on in the world of sports? Auburn at Vandy. We, uh, um, I got to try to remember what my pick was. I did it so long ago. I did it back like Tuesday for Brian or whenever he sent the thing. I'm guessing out. you picked Auburn. I did. I did. I just don't remember the exact score. I can go back and look at my email. But, uh, I see no reason that Auburn doesn't go out and play well, unless the unless they're just so caught up in how well they played and looking ahead to Arkansas or something. I mean, there's no reason for them to we've been you know feel that way. We've had remarkably similar predictions for like every Auburn game this year. We do not collaborate. Right. We do not collaborate before we sent that. I think we've sent the same score before uh, this year. I'm guessing that you picked a score. That starts with a three for Auburn I and did. starts with a one for Vanderbilt. And probably did. like, like 34 what, 14 or something. I can't probably. remember if I had 34 16 or 14 or yeah. 17. It's like 34 to something yeah. team. Yeah, I think I, I, what I And had. I got 30 13. Okay. That's, that's what I went with, which is, which is right around. See, I, I think, I mean, look, looking at the fact that Vandy has allowed 28 or more points to every team except Alabama AM, I feel like Auburn's going to score more than 30. Yeah. They well, should. Well, especially, and, and if Auburn was still, if Auburn was still kind of directionless on offense after Saturday, or if you were going into, if you were, you know, if we're coming in after a street, a stretch of games where it, it seemed like Auburn was just really lost, I, I think it would be tougher to predict Auburn to score 28, 30 oh, something points. If, if Auburn, if Auburn, and, yeah, if Auburn had only scored around 20, you know, I mean, if they, if it had been, if like, it had looked like AM all struggled year, struggled to get yeah. to 20 last week, yeah. oh, yeah. If it had looked like AM or Cal all because, year, right? Where because it, Auburn could have scored again last yes, week. Yes. Uh, they just, they just didn't push it there at the end. And Auburn, and, and also, Auburn could have rolled the dice on some fourth and shorts in the second half if they'd really wanted to like throttle down and, and try to keep the ball and things like that. You know, not that it was advisable, but like that was the like, if they'd wanted to be more aggressive on fourth and one at midfield well, true, last true. week. I mean, they, they had a couple of fourth and ones in the second half. That they and that's where Hugh was talking about. Uh, they, they, they were fourth and one at their own 39, uh, up two yes. scores. And I didn't have a problem with them, with them kicking. Then no, I no, I, I agree. Like I think that's that's one where if you're if you're really worried about the state offense, maybe you decide, hey, we you know, but but they were they were in a position where it was. I think I think it was the right call. Uh, you know what you know what play from that game we haven't talked about, Bill, is the or at least I can't remember from from Saturday is the play where it was a turnover on downs for Mississippi State where one foot landed out of bounds and one foot landed inbounds. They'd called it a they'd called it an incomplete catch in the moment, right? Re- close. Replays made that seem. In the moment, I thought it was incomplete, and, and I think it was incomplete. I think it was incomplete. If they it was had called, closer than I thought if, live. If they had called that a touchdown in the moment, I don't know if it gets overturned. Like I think it was close. No, en- I think it was right. close enough where if they'd said touchdown, I, I mean, I think it would have been because because they did not say they did not confirm it. They said it stands, which is another sign that they did not have conclusive. Uh, they didn't have mm-hmm. conclusive video evidence. So I don't think there would have been conclusive evidence to overturn it either way. Exactly. So I think Auburn maybe you know a fortunate break there that that play was called and it was called correctly, but it was a fortunate you know thing that it was called an incomplete pass and not a touchdown because if if State had if at any point in that game it had been a one score game in the second half, 
I think it, it maybe changes, uh, you know, Auburn's approach a uh, a little bit. So yeah, that's a uh, uh, this is this is a game where I'm thinking I'm thinking Auburn can can apply pressure to Vanderbilt's defense and get things rolling. Like that's can Peyton? I mean, can Peyton Thorne? Continue what we saw at home on the road a week later. That's it's, a good question. He has not had a good road game. His best road game, I guess, was Cal. It's scary to think. I mean, he did I mean, have he finished it? he finished strong. He finished strong against yeah. Cal. You're right. I mean, I mean he led the winning drive, uh, and but but it wasn't oh you know a, a great game. Well, just because it felt like quarterback was like a, an issue for Auburn for much of that Cal game until they until they scored a couple couple points in the second half. But yeah, no, this is a uh, it's a big test for Peyton Thorn, especially with Arkansas a week later. Like you've got you've got oh, right. two two conference road well, games here. I think it's a great opportunity to to build confidence on the road against a, an undermanned opponent in Vandy. They they've struggled. Well, they've struggled defensively. Period. I mean, and that's being kind. They they're statistically one of the worst pass defenses in the league, and they're right there at the bottom of run defense as well. So I mean, you would think Auburn would have success. It'll be interesting. I mean, and Auburn's rushing numbers are not eye popping. No, they're not. But they're, they're solid though. But, and, and if you and you know what, and they're and they're solid with defenses not having to worry about the Auburn passing game for much right. of the year. And with Jarquez Hunter not not looking in top form until the last couple of ball if games. Defenses, if defenses, if I mean, that's what we've been saying all year, Bill. If defenses are worried about. Auburn's passing game on early downs, like then you can. I mean, especially if Auburn's passing game can convert, you know, early on. Right. Like then, I think it really gets tough defensively to key in on any one thing that Auburn wants to do and feel like you have a great. You know, yeah, you can you can continue to play. All right, well then we're not going to let them run it up the middle on us, but maybe Auburn can get some things going in the passing game. If you back off, try to stop the passing game, it feels like you're playing in Auburn's hands, letting them run the ball. Well, the uh, the the numbers from last week. I mean, Auburn Auburn averaged over seven yards. On first down, and that's 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 where you win the ball. That's where that's where you get offense. If if you make if you can consistently, you know, pick up more than five yards on first down, then the defense is really at a disadvantage. You can do whatever you want on second and short. And Auburn had a lot of that. Now they had some big plays on first down that added and made it look like. They were, you know, second and short every single time. But, but still, being able to make big plays, make plays on first down is very important. I'll be interested to see the, you know, what Auburn does across the line this week. Last week, it was really interesting. We found out, I mean, Hugh Freeze said a lot of it was because they're trying to, you know, they've got some guys that are banged up. He, he, ta- he called Cam Stutz a warrior who is really beat up right now. But uh, they they need him, but they don't want to overuse him because they they want to have him down the stretch. And said Gunner Britton is similar. Of course, Gunner was the SEC offensive lineman of the week for the second time. So we'll we'll see how things go. Connor Lou getting his first start on the road. Apparently, I mean we haven't heard anything about Avery Jones, but I would think that Connor will get his uh, second straight start after playing well enough to be the SEC freshman of the week last week. I mean, and we'll see if Auburn wants to rotate offensive linemen the, the way they did on Saturday, or if they want to stick with st- it stick worked, with five. Well, it yeah. worked really well. I think Saturday, so too. Yeah. Better than I than I would have thought. Well, and and if you have veterans who, um, if, if you have veterans who maybe don't need to be playing sixty, seventy, eighty snaps of college football, uh, you know, guys like Cam, and that's you know that's something that I don't think. Look, I, I think that the COVID year was a good idea. But last year, I remember hearing, 
during the basketball season and to an extent in football, there was talk of, okay, well, uh, we're seeing more wear and tear on veteran players than before because they're playing five, six years of college football. And and so I think Auburn has some veteran players like Cam Stutz, like Avery Jones, uh, Gunnar Britton. I mean, these are guys who are, are effective college football offensive linemen, but maybe it's not the best thing for them to be playing uh, every snap of, of every game. And if Auburn can rotate in other offensive linemen, that sounds like uh, it could keep your keep your veterans fresh. And it also gives some young guys a taste of action uh, if, if they're called upon you know, this season or if, if you oh, need it them. it sets you up much better for the future. It certainly does, yeah. All right, let's get to the uh, drive hotline, 334-321-1390. And Yellowhammer is up first. Hey, Yellowhammer. Hey, uh, so y'all are talking about the center. And uh, I was intrigued about that because, you know, we have Connor Lou filling in for the injured guy, and he's doing a pretty good job. Uh, but what about uh, our original center there and his injuries? Uh, I mean, is is he is he gone for the season? No, or no. What? No, Avery Jones, um, I'm not sure the exact injury, but it's um, it it has never been said that it was going to be anything that would be uh, season ending. It's just, you know, when he's when he's good to go. Dan out at practice the other day, I believe he was working over to the side. He was on he was on one of the exercise bikes. This is Avery. Avery. Yeah, I think I think that's right. I, I don't know what the plan is for Avery Jones the rest of this season. Only a couple of games left. I mean, I don't think they're going to rush it, and especially with Connor Lou having played well. Like, I, I don't know if they're. I mean, he'll he'll be ready if he's ready again. I think he'll get a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but but maybe they're maybe they're going to be careful with him because uh, it, it you know, it's uh, they've they've got a they've got a player in there now playing well. I think they do expect him to be to be you know good to go before the season's done though. Well, there's that rule about if you've only played four, four. games, it has to be four. Lose. Now he's yeah, but yeah, he, and he's and he's he, also yeah, he played six, I think, and, 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 he, oh, well, and I believe damn. he didn't have any eligibility. Yeah, like that I, I don't, I don't know who's got red shirt years left and right. who doesn't, but I would think Avery Jones doesn't have one in, uh, either. Well, uh, so then maybe there's like a, a little bit of a, uh, a drought in the pipeline for center. No. No, there's a there's a true freshman yeah, playing right Connor now. Connor is a true freshman, so I mean that's uh, that that's really yeah, great. Yeah, a backup, a backup. Well, I mean you've Tate got Tate Johnson played some at center last year as and and is you know currently a guard, but I would imagine Tate Johnson has taken the backups. You have Julia Irvin too, right? I mean, and and and, and then uh, uh, Brandon, uh, the um, the the other, some, the other Auburn high kid is working at center as well, and he's a redshirt freshman. If something happened to Connor Lou with Avery Jones unavailable, Auburn could be scrambling for a center. But I think with Connor Lou healthy and available, no, I I think it's a uh, I, I think it's 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 unfortunate for Avery. Uh, but the fact that Connor Luke can get some action, I think, could be a good thing long term for the team. Well, I'm glad he's playing so well. So, good yeah, deal. That's, that Thank is you. a very good situation. Appreciate the call, Yellowhammer. We will get to our bottom of the hour break. Uh, we'll check in with Scott Bagwell, voice of the Auburn High Tigers. Love for you to join in as well as we continue here with the Friday Drive. Noble here with Dixie Electric Plumbing and Air. On behalf of the Dixie family, I want to sincerely thank you for your recent help in the fight against breast cancer. With all the photos you posted during October's Catch Me in Pink campaign, we were able to donate thousands of dollars to the Georgia Life Foundation. The money you raised will provide free mammograms and other breast cancer screenings to Alabama women who otherwise can't afford them. Visit CallDixie.com. Call Dixie and it's done. License number 15033. 
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. This is Scott Bagwell. Catch the Auburn High School Tigers this Friday night as they travel to take on Smith Station. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff at 7. Only on Wings, 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, the Car Stereo Shop, and Gouge Performing Arts Center. On your home for Auburn High School football. Give them six touchdown Tigers. Wings, 94.3. And Auburn Network Station. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. Or Eagle. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olean Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Time to churn up some more yardage on The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back into The Drive here on this Friday afternoon. Bill and Dan here in the studio. Drew is uh, gone for a few days. We've got uh, we ha- we have limited limited number of of folks here able to run the board. You got Ben out with Auburn Opelika this morning, today and Monday. Drew, who usually runs the board for us, is out today and Monday. So let's see. Jacob was doing Auburn Opelika this morning and on the line, and then uh, I'm running the board here today and. Probably will again Some, Monday when someone's going to be someone's going to be doing the football game tonight for for Auburn High School. You would think someone will be running that board too. I don't know exactly. Uh, who that's true. So we have some. I I, I don't know. It's the not answer. usually Drew. I, I think don't think Drew's been doing. Tra- I think they've trained a couple of trained a couple of new folks to do that. So maybe one of the trainees is handling the, uh, the, the the game tonight. And that's Auburn and Smiths. By the way, that game will be on. Uh, uh, that game will be on Wings ninety four three at six thirty with pregame going live at seven. Uh, we've uh, got speaking of Wings ninety four three. 
tomorrow. Uh, game day starting the coverage That's of right. Auburn Vanderbilt. Game day on wings at 11. And then uh, the Auburn Network pregame coverage starts at noon with a 3 o'clock kick from Nashville tomorrow afternoon. Where uh, uh, What else in the SEC? I mean, we talked some Auburn Vanderbilt. Um, I mean, we've been talking Alabama LSU all week, Bill. I mean, that, that feels like a game. I mean, that, that, that feels like one where... Uh, LSU better get off to a good start. I mean, Alabama has allowed teams to get off to a good start, but LSU had better get off to a good start because without Makai Wingo, LSU's defense has already been suspect this year. Without one of their uh, uh, best players there up front defensively, uh, you know, Alabama Alabama could could make more plays, and they've been getting better lately. So I still think this is going to be a tight ball game that's not going to be decided until the fourth quarter. I mean, the the Bama defense I mean, of late it's real. Yeah, I mean, I know that they had no, they had some, they had some uh, some errors against Texas that Texas was able to take advantage of. You know, testing the secondary deep. Well, that that is, but that's one thing that Nick Saban sort of believes in. It's like, all right. Uh, or excuse me, Ite, they're going to get to the quarterback before he has time to beat them deep. And he doesn't He doesn't really count on an awful lot of help deep because he feels like he, he has good enough athletes that the quarterback's going to be rushed and he's not going to be able to have time. He thinks, the, he thinks the help is at the pass rush. Yes. Like the help, the is, help, exactly is, the help right. is the guys coming to the quarterback and preventing him from making a, uh, you know, a, a, an in-time uh, in rhythm throw and uh, yeah, I think with Jaden Daniels, it is just, it is hard to get him off rhythm. Now Bama's defense held Ole Miss to what ten points? Uh, Ole, Ole Miss scored. Yep. Fifty uh, fifty nine was it? Fifty one. Fifty one. Forty nine. Fifty one. Forty nine against uh, against LSU. LSU and 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 you know just put up ten against Bama. So I mean this Bama defense is outstanding. I just I just have a hard time betting against Jaden Daniels right now, Bill. Like when he's when a quarterback's rolling like that. That is a hard thing to, uh, and he he torched them last year. Yeah. He, he ran for nearly a hundred yards against them last year too. He's the. I mean, look, Caleb Williams is outstanding. I, I don't think LSU would get that much worse if you swapped Caleb Williams for Jaden Daniels. No, no. Out, I, I outside of those two, like I mean, I mean that that is the. I mean, they, they are. I mean, Jaden Daniels is playing so so well. I mean. Michael Penix is playing really well at Washington. That's going to be a game. I mean, tomorrow Bo's night, putting up pretty good numbers. Bo, Bo Nix is sensational uh, this year as well. There are people who believe the UNC quarterback uh, could, could be the first overall pick Drake in the draft, May. Drake May. So I mean, there, there's there's great quarterbacks all over the country. Uh, but I I mean, Jaden Daniels is he he's playing he, he's he's playing at the kind of level where I, I would have a uh, yeah it's, it's 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 hard for me to pick against him. Well, we we will see. We'd love your thoughts on that one. I heard. Um, I heard. I guess I think it was Terry a little earlier today calling into uh, to to Jacob and and T Bone, uh, and he said he wants Alabama to beat LSU. I, I'm really surprised to hear him say that, but he wants Alabama to come in with a playoff with playoff hopes on the line and have them dashed by Auburn. I I generally don't. I I don't know too many people, too many Auburn fans that are that. I mean, sure, they'd love to do that, but I think there are more Auburn fans that would just like them to go ahead and be dashed, period. 
dash those hopes, and then come in without having that to play for and see what Auburn can do with it. Ooh, oh, so like, what's what's the best thing for Auburn in this Alabama-LSU uh, in, game? In, uh, in, in mm. my mind, the best thing for Auburn is for Alabama to lose. Best thing, I mean, and, and it, when, when, oh. when, Auburn, when Auburn's a threat, the best thing for Alabama is for Auburn to lose. I mean, I think that if, if Bama comes in with the playoff still in the picture in the Iron Bowl... I mean, if anything, yeah. I mean that that could add that could add to the to the effort on the on, on the Bama side. So I guess I do see, um, yeah, I, I see the benefit of uh, I see the benefit of that. I mean, I think it, either way, you're going to get a really tough Alabama team coming in here when it's when it's Iron Bowl Saturday. But and and I guess if you if you win the Iron Bowl, it's sweeter do it to do it in a way that sort of bursts the bubble of a SEC championship game or a playoff appearance, things like that. But you do have the extra motivation of a team that has that still in in, in the picture uh, yeah, is, is going to be that much tougher to beat. I agree, and and I and I and you know I also can't get it out of my my mind that uh, a close call might happen to go their way if they're still in the playoff picture. That might not uh, if if they're not. I mean, we, we'd love your usually thoughts. when I'll tell you what else. Usually when they come into town in the playoff picture, it's I mean it's been en route to a national championship, right? And you yeah, felt, you felt yeah. like it could Go be. Go ahead and stop that, right? Like stop, oh, that. Like, stop like, that whenever. Like oh nine, right? You felt yeah. like oh you know that this this is this is the last chance anybody has to stop this team from from winning the national championship. And they played their butts off and and and, and won game close. And, well, yeah, well, and and that's yeah. I mean that was and then the uh, what the. Uh, I mean, I guess seventeen. You felt like maybe the the bubble was bursting. Turns out they still had yeah. they still two had years one. ago. Auburn Auburn played pretty well. That's right. Yeah, very well. Should should have should have won that one. All right. Uh, we mentioned we're going to talk with Scott Bagwell. We're going to go ahead and get him on the line. He was just in here getting the equipment loaded up, and uh, and now headed to uh, get ready for the broadcast tonight. We'll go ahead and check in with him as the Tigers get ready for the regular season finale against Smith, the voice of the Auburn High School Tigers. Joining us, uh, Scott Bagwell. Scott, how you doing today? Good. How are you all? Uh, do, doing pretty well. All right, so before before we get into that, what are your thoughts? What's what, what would be better for Auburn? For Alabama to lose to LSU or go ahead and come in with Auburn having a chance to knock them out of the playoffs? Don't care. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think Scott was going to feel uh, one way or one way or the other on that one. My thing is, is even in 2005, when it was Alabama and LSU, and Auburn needed an, an Alabama win to make Atlanta, I was like, no, that Bama can lose; it'll be just fine. Okay, see there, um, I'm with Scott. That's right. Okay, I, I, I just, I, you're gonna, I don't see a scenario where I'm ever going to be like, yeah, Bama winning that that'll be a good thing for me. Yeah. Um, it's I, I, the game itself is going to mean a lot. I think if you want Auburn to win it, you need it's more about how is Auburn playing going into that game than how Alabama's playing going into that game. Um, I don't think if Alabama's quote unquote out of the playoff picture, it's going to impact how they play in it. Um, yeah, just because just because LS, LSU beats somebody doesn't necessarily mean Auburn's going to be able to take care of business either this season. Y'all, well, I, the other thing is, is, when's the last time Alabama under Nick Saban did not play well against Auburn? Or in anybody, for that matter. No, I mean, I, I think I think that's usually probably, that, yeah. Usually, so how about that this? Case. Before we get to, you know, because I know we want to talk Auburn High too. Uh, what are you thinking for Bama LSU tomorrow? Uh, I think Bama wins. I think um, you know, L- I think it's going to be LSU is going to score some points, but I think that Bama defense is really, really good. I'm not sure about how great LSU is. 
uh, defensively. No. Um, and I think Bama's getting better and better offensively. I think they figured out their quarterback situation, which was a huge thing. And um, I just, I just think, uh, I, I just think Bama's the better team right now. All right, let's, uh, yeah, let, let, let's talk about tonight's game. More the implications or the the possibilities um, following tonight's game because Auburn should win this ball game. Scott Smith has yeah. has uh, you know it's it's been a rough year for them, um, but I believe an Auburn loss would would wrap up the four seed, right? Yes, an Auburn loss wraps up the four unless uh, as as unexpected as a loss would be for Auburn to Smith. Um, the only other about on the same par would be Percy Julian over Enterprise, which would no, no, no even in that situation, Auburn still gets the four. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I was Auburn thinking. Auburn loses. Auburn loses tonight. It's the four seed. The only shot at a two is a coin flip because of the results from last night. So, um, unless again, Percy Julian beats Enterprise, which I, I just I don't see happening. No. Um, so yeah, unless uh, something unexpected happens down in Enterprise with that one, I think it, the only sh- only shot that Auburn has at the two is a coin flip, and, and even to and get how how would flip, how would that one come about? A three way tie? Is, what is that? Three way tie between Auburn, Dothan, and Enterprise, which we're at right now. Both all well, uh, assuming the favored teams win, which would be Auburn and Enterprise, they win tonight. Three teams at eight and two. Then it goes to the teams you beat out of regions. Total wins. Auburn does not have a region opponent left that has a game to play. Ramsey and Hoover are out. That win total is at twelve. Dothan and Enterprise win total is at twelve as well. But they have opponents who are playing tonight. Eufaula is playing Early County out of Georgia, and Carroll is playing St. James. And so, depending on that outcome, could determine if there needs to be a coin flip or not. This, so this Auburn, is like so, this is like the BCS. So yeah, so Auburn needs uh, Auburn. Uh, Auburn needs Carroll, and who was the other team? Auburn actually, what Auburn needs to get the coin flip is Carroll to lose, and you follow right, to lose. right. Okay, yeah. Yes. They need they need their opponents' opponents to lose so that they, yes. so that everybody has the same number of wins against. Non-region opponents. All right, pencils down, yeah. everybody. If you, if, I got it. I got it. But, uh, what, what can you tell us about uh, the the matchup tonight with Smiths? Uh, it's a very much a focus on Auburn thing. Um, that uh, Auburn Auburn needs to take care of business. Auburn still got some stuff that they need to work on. Folding in a new quarterback, you know, kind of putting some guys on defense in different spots. Um. Auburn needs to work on themselves. Take care of business, and you'll win tonight. You'll be able to. You should be able to get people into the game and play a bunch of people, and uh, and, and go from there. What Auburn doesn't need to do is go out there flat with an opportunity to, to get the last chance to get set for the playoffs. When there's a chance, you go down to maybe play the number three team in seven A, Mary Montgomery, in the first round of the playoffs. If you do slip to the four, you do not want to go into the playoffs next week playing poor football. Yeah, that's that's the key. That's what I was saying a little bit uh, a little while ago. I mean, it's uh, you, you sure don't want to mess around and and then feel like uh, you, you've got too many things to try to get straightened out. 
I mean, most yep. most likely you're going to be on the road. All right, how how do you possibly um, avoid Central for a while? So the way you avoid Central in the second round is you got to be the two or the four. Okay. If you're the three, which is what Albany's staring at. It's a second round matchup with the Red Devils. So you'd almost be better be so you'd be better being the four than the three. It, it seems. depends on the the. Who would you so play the, if you want? If you avoid Central in the second round, you're the four. But if you want a shot at a home game, you probably want the three, even though that means an earlier matchup with Central. If you beat the Red Devils. Then there's a chance you can host the four seed in the final four, or host a one the one seed automobile since you're going to be on the road, road. more than them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of the ones that you you I mean which which the road is going to eventually go through Phoenix City. The question is, do you want to find a way to maybe have a home game before then or after then? It's you know it's we all know where the road goes to. The question is is how do you want the road to look trying to get there? Well, we probably confused everybody as to what's going on. You know, the best thing is to just win. Just win, yeah, and, win. And, and then win again. Yeah, so what? So win, and then we're going to try to keep everybody up to date as, we, as well as we can, assuming we get scores and can find scores from the St. James game, the St. James Carroll game, and the Ufala game, and let everybody know what's going on there. And if there is a coin flip, We'll let everyone know what when that's going to be and and the outcome of that one. Man, I'd love to. Um, I'd love all, to. I'd love to watch or hear that. We will invite. I'll tell you what. We invite the coin flippers here on the drive to do the coin flip live here on our show. Like, I don't know what so the, the way that the way that works. Is do they do it at a truck stop like in a? It's, hey, it's fr- three people. Too, <laughs> was it Friday Night Lights? Right where they do it. They, they do it. Yeah, Friday Night Lights. Meeting a truck stop yeah. somewhere. I mean, how do you, how do you do a coin flip with three teams? So you have three. The three coaches have a, have a coin. There's, there whichever, is one. In, it's a three way coin flip in Friday Night Lights. I believe oh, okay. in the movie. So, yeah, so if, and yeah. whoever is the odd person out gets the two seat. So if you okay. yeah, so so if yeah, you okay. if you flip heads and the other and two, two flip, tails, flip tails, you're yeah. you're the winner you of the three way coin flip. You're the what you're the winner. What, of what I want to see is I want to see it happen like where they flip and they're all three heads. They flip again, they're all three tails. They flip. I want I want it to like go, go to on for, for f- five overtimes. Yeah. 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 Well, I, we we'll we'll so see the, what happens there. But well, the uh, the other thing is is there's been arguments before because basketball has had this coin flip where do you do all three at once? Do you do one at a time? What do you do? No, so, I say do um, them all at once. Oh yeah, no, I you know yeah. now now Florida. I don't want somebody somebody's going to get a double headed coin. I've, just, I've told <laughs> you guys this. My my, my my senior year at Niceville, they had a they did the three team shootout, which they do in Florida, where they they will gather three teams and have them play a quarter. Two teams will play for a quarter. The winner after a quarter plays the other team. Uh, for a quarter, and if they win that quarter, they're the winner of the three team shootout. Like they they do it that they well, they play uh, brief brief football to that's settle that jamboree. That shouldn't be for postseason. Yeah, what are you going to do? Play that one on a Tuesday, then get yeah, ready really. To I think, and get somebody I, hurt who's out of the playoffs. I, I that's think, just yeah, great. I think, I think they picked a rand. I think they randomly selected one of the three home fields, or it was whoever was available that night. And I think it was on a weeknight. Like it was very wow. very so, weird. Yeah, done no, it. ain't going to happen. Good news is. If we get to the coin flip, is the fact that all three teams are still in the playoffs. Yep. Somebody isn't going to miss the playoffs because of a coin flip. Yeah. Now that that, yeah, that, that would really would be, stink. Yes. 
Well, Scott, uh, should oh, should be fun. Yeah. Should be fun. Listen, uh, who who all who all you got tonight? You got the whole crew or just you and Jack? We got, we got the whole three headed crew all going right. over to down two eighty to Smith Station, Alabama tonight. All right. Well, well, uh, tell the guys hello. We appreciate the the insight we get from uh, from from all of you guys, and looking forward to the broadcast tonight. Have a uh, have a great end to the regular season. Thanks. Y'all have a good one. All right, Scott Bagwell. Joining us, yep, so he, Rob, Jack, tonight, 6.30, pregame, 7 o'clock kick from Smith's. We'll get to our final break here of hour number one. Come on in and join us on the Friday Drive. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Noble here with Dixie Electric Plumbing and Air. On behalf of the Dixie family, I want to sincerely thank you for your recent help in the fight against breast cancer. With all the photos you posted during October's Catch Me in Pink campaign, we were able to donate thousands of dollars to the Door to Life Foundation. The money you raised will provide free mammograms and other breast cancer screenings to Alabama women who otherwise can't afford them. Visit CallDixie.com. Call Dixie. Number 15033. Tracy Lawrence. I'm marching on. Live at the Oaks Farm. Would you pay me a Saturday, December 2nd. Find out who your friends are. With the Red Clay Strays and Zach Top. Tickets start at $45. Kids six and under free. One dollar from every ticket sold goes to Tracy Lawrence's Mission Possible, benefiting the homeless. That's December 2nd. Gates open at 5. The Oaks Farm Veterans Parkway, Lafayette, Alabama. Tickets now at 423productions.com. Tomorrow, Auburn heads back out on the road to class for the Vanderbilt Commodores. Hand off, Jarquez Hunter heads forward. First down and more. He's into the clear. He has one man to beat. He beat him. 10-5 touchdown. Jarquez Hunter. Drops, he throws up the seam. It is intercepted. It's Donovan Kaufman down the Auburn Coverage begins at noon central on your home for Auburn football. Auburn Opelika's flagship station, Classic Hits, Wings 94.3. Auburn University football on Wings is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Max Credit Union, Vintage 2298, Southeastern Industrial Contractors, Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, Jewelry by Design, and Auburn Bank. Auburn football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Catch Auburn football all season long on Auburn Opelika's flagship station. We're out of time here for hour number one, a quick hour one, and we're going to have a lot of fun in hour number two. Auburn women's basketball coach Johnny Harris joins us at the top. Then we'll talk with former Auburn defensive line coach Don Dunn. We'll still have time for your calls in hour number two of the Friday Drive.
This is Scott Bagwell. Catch the Auburn High School Tigers this Friday night as they travel to take on Smith Station. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff at 7. Only on Wings, 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Jeff Coat Trant, and Glenn Smith's Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. On your home for Auburn High School football. Give them six touchdown Tigers. Wings, 94.3. And Auburn Network Station. I'm Jessica Samuel with Opelika Power Services. Opelika Power is committed to delivering the highest level of service and value to our customers. We are devoted to meeting the needs of our customers through safe, reliable, and affordable delivery of electricity to the home. We're proud to serve you. Please visit our website for more information about the benefits of public power. We thank you for your business. We're Opelika Power Services, hometown people working for you. What's going on, everybody? Jacob Goins here, host of On the Line on ESPN 106.7. It's the show that tells you like it is and holds nothing back, and you better believe that I mean it. We're talking about Auburn Athletics plus the biggest sports topics in the country. Give me a call 2 to 4 p.m. each weekday to be on the line and tell me what you have to say about the hottest topics in sports. That's On the Line from 2 to 4 p.m. here on the Auburn Opelika Sports Leader ESPN 106.7. Hi, this is Jessica Venturi, Lee County District Attorney. Hundreds of car break-ins were reported across Lee County last year. Car break-ins happen anytime, anywhere. Your driveway, parking lots, and businesses. Unlocked cars are easy targets, and anything left in your vehicle is fair game. Thieves especially love to steal firearms, medications, and electronics. Don't make it easy for them. Lock your doors, don't leave windows cracked, park in well-lit areas, and take your property with you or secure your valuables out of sight. Lock it or lose it, Lee County. Hey sports fans, Jeff Myers here, First Baptist Church of Opelika. Well, you know I'm a sports fan, you're a sports fan. You wouldn't be listening to this channel if you were not. So let's talk about sports from our perspective. The overwhelming majority of us, that's right, we're spectators. We're not even participants anymore. Our days are long gone up on the field, the pitch, whatever sport that you prefer. We watch as parents, grandparents, neighbors, friends, whatever it may be. Let me challenge you today to kind of check yourself as a spectator of sports. How often have you been at a Little League game and unfortunately, there's been such a conflict that the police have to show up. Or you've been at a college football game, and because of the emotion riding high, people have to be separated. One of the reasons that I love sports is not because of wins and losses. It's because of the lessons that it teaches us, the character that it builds. Sports is all throughout the Bible as an illustration of the life that we're called to live. Maybe we ought to live that life in the spectator seats, not just in the church pews. Y'all have a great day. ESPN 1067, WGZZ HD3 Waverly, and W294AR Auburn Opelika. This is SportsCenter. I'm Doug Brown. Cleveland quarterback Deshaun Watson will start Sunday against the Cardinals. Watson has missed practically all of the playing time in the last four games with a strained right rotator cuff. The first game of the day Sunday is in Frankfurt, Germany, between the Chiefs and the Dolphins, both teams 6-2. and two. ESPN's Jeff Darlington. It has a feel, look, I don't want to overstate it, but it definitely feels far more like an AFC Championship game feel or a Super Bowl type of environment than a normal regular season game. Jeff Darlington, Dodgers lefty Clayton Kershaw posts today. He had surgery on his left shoulder. He hopes to be able to play at some point next summer. 
The Blue Jays and Whit Merrifield both decline his $18 million option for next year. He'll be a free agent. Marlins outfielder Jorge Soler opts out of his $13 million contract for next year. He'll become a free agent. Max Verstappen wins the poll for Sunday's Brazilian Grand Prix. Verstappen already the season champ, winning a record 16 of the 19 races so far this season. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. The following is an Auburn Network production. Live from Auburn, the sports capital of Alabama, this is The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. And online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome in. Hour number two of the Friday Drive. Bill and Dan with you here on this gorgeous Friday afternoon. And we're going to get right to the Drive hotline as we have a, a very special guest joining us. And that's the head coach of the Auburn Women's Basketball Tigers, Coach Johnny Harris, joining Bill and Dan here on the Friday Drive. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? We're doing fine. Thanks so much for spending a little time here with us. But thanks for having me, War Eagle. Coach, there's nothing like the uh, the start of basketball season. You know, it, it's just there's a different energy uh, here in Auburn with uh, with hoops getting uh, ready, and, and you've got uh, you, you've got an exciting season ahead. What, what can you tell us about uh, what can you tell us about the off season uh, that you've had these these last couple of months? How you been doing? Uh, we've been doing. You know, I have a a new team. Mm-hmm. Um, nine players that didn't play, so I have eight new players, and then I have one that was injured last year and didn't play. So I've been meshing my returners with um, with these new players. So that's been it's been really good. You would think these kids have been playing together. Well, it sure looks like um, it. Our chemistry is really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, I was going to say, it, it sure looks like it from, I mean, two very impressive performances in the exhibitions, including um, a near 30-point win uh, over, over Columbus just uh, you know, just here in the last one. Your, your newcomers uh, stepping up. That's sort of the way it is, though, now in college basketball. I mean, we well, in all college sports, with the transfer portal, um, you, you see virtually – new rosters year in and year out, that's got to be quite a challenge. I mean, things have changed so much just since the uh, since the transfer portal has come into effect. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, you never know what your roster is going to look like for the next year. So, you know, normally, you know if you need two, two freshmen or three freshmen, but now, you know, you're getting in the transfer portal, you have to mix the freshmen in with some transfers because, you know, other people get transfers and you don't want to have all freshmen in because they're going against the experience night out now. So um, it is it's different. Yeah, and coach, you, you were talking about trying to build chemistry with a team that that's you know all all sort of getting to know each other. 
Where has the leadership been coming from on a team where uh, you, you've got so many new players and, and, and so many you know players getting to know uh, each other and, and learning their roles? You know, has has anyone stepped up and, and sort of provided leadership on that roster this offseason? Yeah, so we've had a couple of people. It started with you know, honesty, uh, Scott Grayson, who is, um, you know, in her, in her COVID year of plan. So she has, um, you know, been, been there and done that. She's been a part of, you know, Baylor's national championship, but she's also, you know, she was also here before I got here. And then she, this, this will be her third year plan for me. So she, she kind of knows what I want. And she is really good at demanding to the to the younger players, and she she leads more by example. Um, but then I also brought in a couple of kids, Jemaya uh, Miko Young, who is a senior. She's experienced. She played for me as a freshman at Mississippi State, and then when uh, Coach Shepard went to Texas, she. Um, Stayed there a year and then went to Alabama, graduated last year. And so uh, we reunited this summer. And she has been just a joy to coach. She's a leader, uh, you know, both on and off the court. That's a great kid. But another kid that knows what I want. And then you bring in um, other juniors and seniors, you know, Taylor Collins from Oklahoma State has played in the Big 12. She's been an all big twist selection. So she's an experienced player who also um brings some leadership in there. So we have we have several kids that have stepped up and that's been, you know, really amazing for our program. Coach, uh, uh as you you know, I've had the opportunity to have a couple of exhibitions, and you got to see the regular season opener coming up Monday. Going in, going into the season right now, what do you feel like are your strengths? What you know? What are you looking at to try to uh, be what you really build on here early on? Yeah, so I really believe that our defense is ahead of our offense. Now, I'm saying that, and we Um, or we can play big and, and just a little bit for 
you know, maybe a little bit more slower, but, but more intentional. So it's been really good having Talking with Auburn women's basketball coach uh, Johnny Harris here on the Friday Drive. Coach, with as many newcomers and, and trying to build the chemistry, what are you looking at as far as rotations right now? How many players do you do you feel like uh, you're going to be able to, um, to to try to play on a fairly regular basis? I really believe anywhere from 8 to 10 on a regular basis. Um, but, you know, I have 15 on my roster – and you know any of those um, in that in that uh, group could, could rise up. You know I tell them all the time. You know don't don't feel like you're sliding. Um, you know just keep working, and when your number is called, just be ready because uh, you never know. And I just think I have that type of where you never know who's going to be in the score, your rebounder, because it can come from um, many many different players. Coach, what can you tell us about the uh, the staff this year? I know there were some staff changes in the offseason. Some, uh, uh, some some folks got promotions. Uh, but what, what can you say about the uh, uh, the assistant coaches you're bringing into this season? Man, my staff is, is so amazing. They are, you know, and I have to start with the ones that played for me. You know, I, I have three on, on my staff that played for me. So they know exactly what I want. They're really good with the players. They model those behaviors, that, you know, that we're trying to teach them. We're trying to teach them the work hard, to do extra, you know, they see that every day in my staff. Um, so they, and they're really good at a lot of different things. Um, so, and, and they don't mind um, doing anything I ask them to do. So I give them a lot of responsibilities. We see, we're always on the same page, and I think our kids see that. And I really believe that's part of why our chemistry is so good. And then, you know, you add... Um, you know, Fred Williams, who is a veteran, he's ago, um, been in the, in the WNBA. He's won championships mm-hmm. um, at USC. As a matter of fact, he, he, his team is being celebrated. Um, the team, I want to say, is the team where he coached uh, Cheryl Miller. Uh, um, I, I want to say it's one of them um, that won a, that won a championship. They're going back to back, but he is just, he has experience. He's my defensive coordinator, and our kids love playing for him. Um, he just makes it fun, even though he's uh, very intense, but he makes it fun for them, and they love playing for him. Um, and then, you know, I added a, a couple, I added an extra coach, two extra coaches who were already, um, already on my staff, but both have been head coaches. One was my dopo, Alex Stewart. She is now my um, assistant coach and chief of staff. And then Savannah Carter, who has been a year coach at the junior level. She also plays for Mississippi State. She's another one of my assistant coaches. So, and, and she's been, so like I said, those, those two have been head coaches. So I have a lot of experience mixed with you, um, and, and they are so and our kids see that, and I, I just think that they um, they model that, that behavior for our players. And, you know, our kids don't have a choice but to, you know, to, to follow that. 
Yeah, sounds like a really good combination. As I mentioned, Monday night, the regular season opener. Interesting non-conference schedule as you've got a couple of games here at home. Folks can watch Monday and Thursday before you go up to Piscataway to take on Rutgers. Then you've got Cal coming in. You've got uh, you go to Central Florida. Got Clemson coming in. It's uh, uh, looks like a pretty challenging schedule. Oh yeah, and and Washington State, who yep. who is won won the Pac twelve. You know, I really wanted to challenge this team because when you you know if you want to make the next step and you want to compete in the SEC night in and night out, you have to be prepared for this. So that was the thought behind putting this challenging schedule together. But I, our kids are up. I think they are. They battle. They battle every day in practice. They are so coachable. I love coaching this team. Um, you know, they accept coaching, and they they take it and get better from it. So I think this schedule is going to help us uh, a lot going forward into the Coach, I, uh, I called a Washington State game last year uh, when they played Troy. I do, I do radio play-by-play for the Trojans, and uh, uh, they, I, I think they had 11 or 12 countries represented on their roster last year. That Washington State roster is an incredible collection of talent from pretty much every continent. So, yeah, and, 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 yeah, they, and they were great in the Pac-12 last year, so that'll be – yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the schedule, Coach. This, this seems like a uh, – yeah. you got, you got some and great – they have a lot of kids. A lot of those kids are coming back, so they didn't lose very many. Mm. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you spending some time with us. Hopefully, everybody gets out, and again, they can take advantage starting this coming week, Monday and Thursday, home games to open up the regular season. Thank you. This is a fun team, so I'm encouraging people to come out and watch them. I think you come out and watch them, you'll fall in love with it. They're a great group of of young women, but they they can play, and they're going to get better at this. Coach, thanks once again. We really appreciate you spending a little time with us. Have a great weekend, and best of luck here as we get things started for the regular season. Good luck this season, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. War Eagle. Coach Johnny Harris joining us uh, here on the Friday edition of The Drive. And, uh, yeah, we, we appreciate her spending some time with us. Yeah, busy, busy schedule for the coach as the season is about to get going, and, uh, and, and she's getting ready to play, like we were saying, some, some tough teams out of conference in a, in a big year three uh, for Coach Harris and the Auburn women's basketball team. All right, hour number two of The Drive brought to you by the good folks at the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika on the web at orthoclinic.com. Let's get back to the phone before we get to our first break and check in with Coach Don Dunn. And K-Bag is up next. Hey, K-Bag. Hey, good afternoon, good afternoon fellas. I, you know, I'm really excited about the Auburn women's basketball and what Coach Harris has uh set up to to make a little run here it's about time that you know the women's program get back to playing um what i would call elite basketball which mm-hmm. every every everybody's looking for here so i'm really excited about her and the future of all of our women's basketball but you know i just want to say as well you know in addition to that is you know i'm excited where you know coach freeze has our football pro- our football program headed into the weekend yeah, I'm glad that he finally put his foot down, and I feel like he's really put his stake in the ground with, you know, what the offensive game plan was last weekend and him saying, you know, we're going to run my offense, we're going to point this thing in the direction that I want us to go, and we're going to go with this philosophy. And I feel real confident going into Vanderbilt as we roll into Arkansas next week. And, you know, I feel real good about going into Vanderbilt you know, tomorrow afternoon, not tomorrow morning, 
going into tomorrow afternoon, and I feel real good about a thirty-three to ten victory, fellas. So that's almost exactly what I predicted in the uh, in the. I think we're all we're all somewhere we're in, all the, in the three yeah. something to one something seventeen yep. or fewer for Vandy and thirty to thirty to thirty-seven for Auburn seems like you know about where a lot of these predictions are. I which wouldn't can be, be shocked if it, it could you know, be a little you know, more. You know, you know, you know, Kbeck. Some you mentioned the you know Hugh Freeze you know, putting more of an imprint on, on the offense. Someone uh, the, the way it was explained to me was that. Uh, the Mississippi State game felt like Auburn, for much of conference play, Auburn had been game planning as though quarterback was a weakness. And you had to scheme around what you have at the quarterback position. And it felt like Mississippi State was maybe the first time Auburn decided, we're not going to, I mean, look, if, if the quarterback makes mistakes, then the quarterback's going to go out there and make mistakes. But we're not going to try to game plan around it and hide what we have at the quarterback position. It ended up working out okay for Auburn. Yeah, that makes sense. Com- completely agree with you. And, you know, to the casual Auburn fan, that was uh, the game plan that we had and the offense that we ran is what a lot of people would say was a traditional, historical Auburn offense, even though we threw it 26 times, but it had everything that my dad and my granddad would say is a traditional offense from a personnel perspective that we put out there on the field. And even though, like I said, it, it, it is what it is and, and what we put on the field is was what everybody was looking for, we still threw it 26 times with what I would say is a massive, massive successful passing game. Well, 20 of them came in the first half, remember? Exactly. But we spread it around to 11 different receivers. Everybody got involved, and we are finally – have an offense that is moving in the direction that everybody wants to see that we have not seen for the previous three years of football. No, yeah. I, I think you're on it, K Bags, and I think that's the you know the optimistic way of viewing like what what is what is happening not just this season but beyond at Auburn and uh, and yeah I think that there's a uh, there, there's ample reason to think that this thing is, uh, is is trending in the right direction. Looking forward to a you good hearing from have you, man. A great day. Good All stuff. Right. Good stuff, K Bags. We need to get to our first break. Coach Don Dunn joins us on the other side here on the Friday Drive. Property owners and adventure seekers, if you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Whether it's an ATV, SUV, side-by-side, or motorcycle, there's never been a better time to upgrade your sound system. Temps are falling, and so are our prices. Quality products sold at internet pricing and backed with the best warranties in the industry so you can shop with confidence at the Car Stereo Shop. Now in our new location, 1823 Opelika Road, right behind CTU, or call us at 334-887-8422. This is Martha Hank with the Food Bank of East Alabama. The annual Beat Bama Food Drive is on. In partnership with Kroger, committed to zero hunger, zero waste, that's Kroger's bold nationwide impact plan. And in that spirit, we invite you to join our local campaign. So the next time you shop Kroger, please purchase non-perishable items for East Alabama families in need. For donation information, visit foodbankofeastalabama.com. Together we can beat Bama and beat hunger. 
This is Scott Bagwell. Catch the Auburn High School Tigers this Friday night as they travel to take on Smith Station. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff at 7. Only on Wings, 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, the Car Stereo Shop, and Gouge Performing Arts Center. On your home for Auburn High School football. Give them six touchdown Tigers. Wings, 94.3. And Auburn Network Station. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Now, more of The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back into the drive here on this Friday afternoon. Bill and Dan here in the studio, and we're going to head back to the drive hotline. Welcome in our regular Friday afternoon guest here in the 5 o'clock hour. That's Coach Don Dunn. Don, how are you doing today? Doing good, Bill. How you doing, Dan? Doing all right, Coach. Always good to hear from you, and, uh, and, and yeah, looking, uh, look, looking forward to the weekend. Boy. Yeah, big opportunity again for us. I thought we really played well last week. Quarterback played well, both of them, and a big win, an important win, a win we had to have, and going into Vandy, that's always good. It's a tough place to play up there. I don't know if you guys know it. They're doing some stuff to their stadium, a buddy told me, and I don't even know if they get to dress at the stadium. It's really a weird setup, so I hope that doesn't affect us. They've got tents. For the yeah. players, they have tents. <laughs> yeah, you, no, I've I've heard about college football being intense before. Yeah, but not. That's yeah. usually in, and that's with an S E, yeah. not with a T S. I, I didn't think we're talking about buildings with cloth covers, which <laughs> right. is apparently what's going on. Apparently, what's going on in Vegas? Thinking Lawrence oh, of Arabia. What are we? You know, yeah. what, 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 are, what are we talking about? But oh, yeah, they, they they've got a seating capacity of like twenty eight five there wow. in Nashville. Hey, I, I would I would think a good portion of that's going to be in orange and blue it's tomorrow. It's like a low-level Texas high school stadium, right? Yeah, you're 20, right. 28, 28 5 yeah. doesn't get you in the top tier uh, in, 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 the, in, in Dallas anymore. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I expect us to take over. Everybody likes to go to Nashville, great town. Oh, it is. If you, if you can afford it. But, uh, yeah, I think we'll have a big crowd. I think we'll play well. I like the time we're playing, too. It's not one of those 11 o'clock games and but uh, it's not a night game either, so you don't have right, to sit around right. all day on the road. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's real important, like you were talking earlier, we got to win first down on offense and defense. I think we did that last week. Oh yeah, it helped us. It, it was it was really nice to see, and you know that's one of the things Coach Freeze talked about is that they just decided that's it. We're gonna we're gonna be what we want to be, what we are going to be in the future, and going to go out and and run the offense that. That they're more comfortable with the coaches, I and it's obvious Peyton Thorne is much more comfortable in in that uh, uh, offense with a little bit of tempo. Yeah, he looked like it. He sure did. Uh, yeah, I mean, just we have nothing to lose, so let's go do what we do best. Uh, 
Just wish it wouldn't have taken us that long to figure that out. Well, but, it's t- uh, tough when you're playing those four teams that Auburn had to play in a row. Yeah, no kidding. That was a that was a meat grinder. Co- Coach the uh, the, qu- the the quarterback that Mississippi State had uh, last week, Mike Mike Wright. He's beaten some some quality SEC teams in his career. He used to be Vanderbilt's quarterback, and, right? And you know, right. you, you always hear about with with quarterbacks that are dual threats or guys that are able to to get yards with their feet. You know, it's about defensive linemen being disciplined and and like. How did you prepare your defensive line when you knew the quarterback was someone who can make plays with his legs? Like, was was, was preparation different that week? Uh, well, you might work a few more uh, contained drills. It, it, the main thing, you don't want to run past the guy. A lot of times you'll see a guy get a great rush, but he'll run past the quarterback. We always tried to, what we tried to build a box around him with the two inside guys and then the two outside guys. And the main thing is to stay in your rush lane, which is hard to do when you got a mobile quarterback. Some of them are just good at it. You know, it's hard to get them down. They're slippery and they spin. And, you know, you just try to, you know, Stay in your rush lanes and, and build a little box around them, and don't run past them. Yeah, it didn't seem didn't seem like the Auburn pass rush was overwhelming or anything against Mississippi State, but I thought they did a good job of you know at times Mike Mike Wright would have been looking for rushing yardage and he had to stay in the pocket or he right. had to keep his eyes downfield longer than he, like I, I, th- I thought there were times when Auburn did a good job keeping him from getting into any sort of rhythm, which is why State only had. What three points at the half? I mean, Auburn did a. Uh, I, th- I thought of the Auburn defensive line. I mean, they've played well for a couple of weeks in a row. It's just they have. You know, against teams like Georgia and Ole Miss, a defensive line playing pretty well can only get you so far. Uh, against Mississippi right. State, uh, I-, I thought it was uh, it was more apparent that this defensive line, especially the two guys that seem to be out there on every play, which are Marcus Harris and Keldrick Falk, right now yeah, they, they they seem to be playing really really well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. They've done a nice job, and uh, they did do a good job on that kid. And uh, it, it's all about discipline. And it's so hard when you you think you have an opening to the quarterback, and you take a bad angle, and then he dips and comes outside of you, and very frustrating as a coach and as a player. But when you have a mobile guy, you just got to do the best you can to keep him in that box, build a box around him, don't let him out. Easier said than done. Jaden right. Daniels uh, dip, dips his shoulder and escapes. I mean, I, there's no, yeah. there's no, you can't build a box around him. I don't no, think. I mean, no, uh, he's he's something else. He doesn't look like he weighs 150 pounds. And my goodness, if you build slippery. if you build a box he, he, around him, you it know better what he be, looks like he's he's sort of skating straight up when he goes. I mean, got, he's he's gliding. It's got to be watertight, right? Like if you build yeah. a box, it's oh, got to right. be because if there's a if there's a little little crack, he's gonna he's gonna seep through. Yeah, he's gonna take it, and he's and he can. He's a lot faster than he looks. Like Bill said, he looks like he's running straight up, like a a gazelle or something. It's just crazy, but he can move. Yeah, we'll we'll, be, we'll get back to Auburn Vandy here in a little bit because that is yeah. the game. That one up there, right. the, the Alabama defense, uh, they they are for real. Uh, the LSU offense absolutely is. This is the the uh, irresistible force and the immovable object here with their offense against that Alabama defense. That's going to be an interesting game. Um, the one thing you know, they have the home crowd, yep. Alabama, but I, that I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know if it's going to be a shootout, if it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Or, it's going to be very interesting. It'll be a fun game to watch after our game. Oh yeah, before our game, and no, no, it's 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 the it's the night, night game, game on okay. CBS. Okay, good. yeah. 
Yeah, that one. That one's going to yeah, be I think, fun. I think Georgia, Georgia, Missouri is the CBS yeah, game that's going on dur- right. during our game. Which right. I mean, it's it's also a. I mean, that that's a game that where Missouri can suddenly uh, make make things very interesting in the SEC East. Uh, but it's also you're you're having to beat Georgia. Yeah, you're going in to Athens. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck. But yeah. um, that's um, some good games tomorrow. Going to going to have a lot to do with what happens down the road. I think. Yeah. But I'm glad. Who, I'm glad we we're, we got a, another great. Opportunity, get another win, get more confidence. It always helps when you win. And then go up next week, get another win, just keep building them one at a time, and then see what happens on the last one. Coach, what are your impressions of just how Hugh Freeze has acclimated himself to uh, the role of Auburn head coach and sort of, you know, fit into? I mean, you're someone who would have, I mean, you've seen head coaches, you've worked with them before. Like, I think you, you would have an idea of, 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 uh, of how you, you know, how, how you position yourself for success at that job? like What do you think how Hugh Freeze has done so far? I think he's done very well. I think he's a very smart man. Uh, he knows what to say, when to say it. He doesn't throw the kids under the bus uh, or his staff. And I think he gets frustrated like all of us. It's, it's tough when you're building a program from basically scratch. And uh, I think he's been positive. I think he'll get the job done. And, and, the, and the key is what I'm very impressed with is the recruiting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it's going well. But I think he's done a good job. I really do. It's a, it was a tough situation. This is a tough place to coach, as you know. So he's so far so good. Yeah, I, I agree there. As, as you said, Auburn has an opportunity. Uh, they, they're more talented than Vandy. Vandy's, mm-hmm. on, Vandy's on a losing streak right now. I, I, I believe this, is, this may be their senior day um, coming up. But I mean, Auburn. Auburn has that chance. The only thing, you know, they Auburn doesn't need to start. None of the, the players don't start need to thinking about next week or uh, at the end of the season or right. you know the Alabama game because uh, this this may surprise some folks. But Auburn's on a two game losing streak in Nashville. Auburn yeah. lost the last two times they played there, 2012, and then you probably remember the 2008. Um, yes. you know Auburn has Auburn's, to 14. Yeah, Auburn has scored 13 points in each of the last two trips to Nashville. <laughs> They've got to do yeah. much better than that. Yeah. And if they do and can build mm-hmm. confidence, it it'll be good to get mm-hmm. a road win, play well as they get ready to go to Arkansas next week. I think we were all there in that 2008 yeah, game. I think I think, I think I think I think all three of us were in the stadium that night, coach. I think I would still like to have stayed there. That was the worst <laughs> night of my life, one of them. But uh anyway, um yeah, just take care of business. And that's what you got to do when you build a program. You coach them hard. You, you celebrate the win. Put it in your pocket. And keep playing good on offense like we did last week. Our defense will carry us if our offense can get us going early and get a win on the road, which is tough. I don't care where you're playing in the SEC or any, 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 any league. And get that win and come home and build for the next one. I've ne- coach, I've ne- not, to, not to dwell on this, but I, I've never in my like, – I, it it seemed after that second touchdown in the Auburn 08 game in Vanderbilt, Auburn Auburn scores a second touchdown to make it thirteen nothing, pending yeah. the extra point. It yeah. feels like a thirty five to nothing or forty two nothing game is just getting started, exactly. and the switch flips. Your defensive line plays great the the entire game. Vanderbilt makes a couple of plays to get the fourteen points on the board, but I mean the, the way the thing, uh, the, the way the thing just. Seemingly in a moment, it was one of those. That's this didn't really happen. Yeah, and 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 yeah. I I think we all yeah we the Auburn fans that were at I, that I game rem- watching it. I, I remember just like it was yesterday. I remember the feeling walking off the field 
Our buses were all the way at the other end. My wife was there, my family, because I'm from Kentucky, Louisville, right up the road. So I had about 50 people there, and I didn't want to see any of them. <laughs> and I uh, had to walk by their radio show, which was going on in the field, and they're all celebrating. Then that bus ride back was awful. Oh, I'm sure. But uh, anyway, that's the way it goes sometimes. And uh, But that's not going to happen to us tomorrow. We're going to do well. Uh, you heard it right here. That's uh, Coach <laughs> Coach Donda. What, what's uh, how are things going this weekend? Uh, it's not as much going on in town this weekend. No, you're not going to believe it. I don't have to go in tonight. I took wow. the night off. All and, right. Uh, so I hope well deserved. Things, yeah, and it's kind of slow this week to be honest. But then we'll start getting ready for Thanksgiving oh, and yeah. the Iron Bowl and the, the Mississippi. I mean, I'm sorry, the New Mexico State game. So. It'll pick back up in a hurry. Bill has Bill has mentioned. I think it was last week, right? The turkey, right? Oh, I mean, yes. if you're if you Absolutely. if you're not if you're not in the mood to do the turkey yourself, I don't know. Or I don't know. Well, any, you won't do it as well. I can tell you. I don't that. know if anyone. I don't know if anyone in town is is doing turkey like y'all, Coach. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, and we do hams too. So. Yep. But uh, yeah, let's go get us a big win tomorrow. Sounds good, Don. Thanks so much for joining us. We really enjoy it every week. Thank you, guys. Coach Don Dunn joining us as he does every Friday here on The Drive. We're going to head to our bottom of the hour break. We'll open up the phones. We'd love for you to join in. 334-321-1390. That's The Drive Hotline presented by Skybar. You can also text the show 334-564-1840 on The Drive text box presented by our friends at Southeastern Industrial Contractors. Stick with us. We're right back. Size, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Tomorrow, Auburn heads back out on the road to clash with the Vanderbilt Commodores. And off Jarquez Hunt heads forward, first down and more. He's into the clear. He has one man to beat. He beat him. 10 5 touchdown. Jarquez Hunter drops. He throws up the seam. It is intercepted. It's Donovan Coppin down the Auburn sideline. Coverage begins at noon central on your home for Auburn football. Auburn Opelika's flagship station, Classic Hits, Wings 94.3. Auburn University Football on Wings is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Max Credit Union, Vintage 2298, Southeastern Industrial Contractors, Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, Jewelry by Design, and Auburn Bank. Auburn Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Catch Auburn football all season long on Auburn Opelika's flagship station, Wings 94.3. 
This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Noble here with Dixie Electric Plumbing and Air. On behalf of the Dixie family, I want to sincerely thank you for your recent help in the fight against breast cancer. With all the photos you posted during October's Catch Me in Pink campaign, we were able to donate thousands of dollars to the Door to Life Foundation. The money you raised will provide free mammograms and other breast cancer screenings to Alabama women who otherwise can't afford them. Visit calldixie.com. Call Dixie. Let's get back to The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back in. Final 25 minutes here on the Friday Drive. Bill and Dan, we'd love for you to join in. Give us your thoughts on anything going on this weekend sports-wise. Uh, let's see. Don't forget. Let's see. Lee Scott with a, a bye in the AISA uh, playoffs. So they're it's not play, playing it's playoff, tonight. It's playoff time in the AISA, right? So they'll, yeah. they'll be getting uh, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll they're be the, in... they're the two seed, so they've got a, uh, a bye this week, so they're not playing. Auburn High with their regular season finale at Smith's tonight. And Scott was explaining it is some serious math. There's some serious math involved. Right now it's a three-way tie for second in the region behind Central. And if all three win, then it then it's going to come down to wins by no. each team's out-of-region opponents. Thankfully, as Scott Bagwell pointed out, this is just to sort two, three, and four in the right. standings. They're all three in. This is not to eliminate somebody from the playoffs. This is not like if we had two, you know. No, if, that, that would be terrible. If, yeah, if three and four were the only spots available and you had three teams for it, you know, but but it's, uh, yeah, I guess it could come down to a coin flip uh, if uh, to decide the standings. If, yeah, uh, if Auburn's at a disadvantage yeah. heading into tonight because both Enterprise and Dothan have opponents that are playing. Enterprise and Dothan, the other two teams competing with Those Auburn. Those are the three the, teams that are tied. So we know that Central we know Central's going to be the one. Central's the one. And then Enterprise, Dothan, you know, Enterprise beat Auburn, Auburn beat Dothan, Dothan beat Enterprise. So you've got the three those three teams tied and the tie first tiebreaker is head to head. All three of them lost to Central. Right. And then and then they And then yeah. they all and then they went one and one against the other two. So it comes down to wins by non-region opponents, and Auburn's number is 12, and it's done because they don't have anybody playing that could add another win. Dothan and Enterprise each have an opponent that could pick up a win tonight. You know know what? I feel like once we're getting in non-regional opponent tiebreakers, just and, flip. and it doesn't matter what level they are then either. Just flip a coin. That's what's not right. right. Just flip a coin at that point. If we're going to get into non, like uh, you know, if because we, because as Scott was saying, uh, I think a five A team could beat a two A team. One of the teams played a five A team, and it's 
it could beat a two A team, this? and that could I'm get a seven A team a higher seed. I'm not crazy about factoring non regional play into the playoffs at all because it almost incentivizes teams to collect easy wins or 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 schedule with with that. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like I like the idea of just you know if, if it's if it's an unbreakable tie in region play. Then just just break the tie with a coin flip, like just just do it that way. Like if you're if you're you know rather than getting into convoluted uh, convoluted tiebreakers that don't really feel like they're you know the the original intent of those scheduled games. Like I, I just yeah I, I could I could say you know once once you once you have that three way tie uh, like yeah let's let's just let's just let's just break with with, with the coin flip. Like do, do the do the the big fancy. Uh, do the big fancy coin flip on the radio or whatever and uh, and, and figure it out that way. 334-321-1390. That is the uh, drive hotline. Yeah, th- thanks again to uh, Don Dunn uh, joining us at the uh, in, in the previous segment, former Auburn defensive line coach. We had uh, Johnny Harris, Auburn women's basketball coach, joining us at the beginning of this hour, and Scott Bagwell uh, from the, uh, uh, the, the voice of Auburn High School Athletics. He joined us in the previous hour. Let's get to the drive hotline and Dak is up next. Hey, Dak. Hey, guys. Good to hear you today, man. Yeah, it's good hearing from you. What's up, Dak? Hey, I was just going – I heard you talking about the region and all that. You know, what you're talking about used to uh, – that's what teams would do. They would have a non-region team that was lower classification, and they would get points off those wins. Well, the, then the Alabama High School Athletic Association figured that out and cut that out. Uh-huh. So uh, – but what hurts Auburn is the 5A Ramsey uh, team that they played. So if Enterprise and Dothan, you know, their non-region games are against 7A and they have a win, mm-hmm. then that, that would hurt off. But used to, they didn't take that into account. But they did change that that rule several years ago. Yeah, it's just crazy that it comes down to this. It just gives you an idea of the kind of football that's played here in, in, the, in this area, though. Absolutely. You remember, Bill, several years ago when Coach Trey was coaching at Central? Uh-huh. And, and it was us, Opelika, Benjamin Russell, and uh, Opelika all in the same region. And all four of us was tied, and it went down to almost the very last tiebreaker rule, which there's like, at that time, it was like 12 or 14. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, it, 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 it was yeah. definitely more than 10. I remember that. Right. So, uh, you know, so it's not just clear-cut non-region teams. They'll start with the first rule, then go to the second rule, and then go to the third rule. So I don't know how far down, you know, that they went to get to this point, but, you know, but they, but to, to talk about what you was talking about, non-region games, used to, it didn't matter if, like, if Auburn played a 2A team and you won, you got those points. Mm-hmm. But then they cut that out, uh, I don't know, about six or seven years ago and changed well, that's that t- it's tough when you're a 7A school that nobody else in 7A wants to play outside Absolutely. of your region. That's right. That's right. And, it, you know, and, and you, you, people may be asking, well, why would a 3A or 4A or even a 5A Ramsey want to play Auburn? It's because they need the money. Mm-hmm. And Auburn's willing to pay them that kind of money to come, you know, uh, and, and – Basically, take a and I, you know what, Dak, and I, and I get, I get scheduling non-regional games, you know, for the benefit of you know getting your team ready and filling out your schedule and, and the economic benefit, you know, for, for smaller schools. I'm not crazy right. about, I'm not crazy about those games factoring into the playoff standings, right? Like, right. I, I, I almost right. kind of wish, even as tiebreakers, 
Like I almost kind of wish right. it was a all right if it's if it's going to be a three way tie for second, third, and fourth, we're gonna we're we're just gonna go straight to the what random number generator or the coin flip or whatever right. what whatever way we're going to sort of assort it rather than factoring right. in things that feel kind of kind of kind of beside the well, point. Right, you know, and and going back several years uh, when I was coaching at at Central, uh, you know, one of the tiebreaker rules because, like I said, once it gets on down the line, it would go well. How many points you gave up uh, to region teams? You know, so there's all kinds of crazy things that are put out there. That's the other thing, Dak, that I know people have have cited about football tiebreakers is you don't want anything that sort of encourages running up the score or. Or trying to you know to do things outside of the uh, outside of, of sportsmanship because you want to have the gaudiest numbers possible for right. tiebreakers or for uh, you know for, for for a formula. Right, and I think that's the reason they did it on the defensive side, so that you know. But then after that, what would be how many points you scored against your region opponents? You know, so you know it's all pecking order, and I haven't looked lately to see exactly what the tiebreaker rules are these this day and time but i do know they changed that rule about getting points off smaller schools uh so yeah big difference Ouch, how are you feeling about tomorrow night Doc? i i think auburn will jump on them early and it'll be one of those games where uh you know we got to keep the pedal to the metal you know what i'm saying and don't let off if we do, it'll be another 28-10, to 28-14 ball game. But I hope we, once we put our foot on their throat that we keep on. Yeah, I hope you're right. And I, I, I just, I don't know, I just feel like these guys are, are going to play well tomorrow. I mean, we'll find out. Yeah, I, I think so because they can't go in there with a big head. I mean, they, they're playing for the highest bowl game possible. So I, I think Coach Freeze, will you know have talked about that all week and i think they're going to be ready to play i really do no i i agree i, I think this is a th- these next two games while they're not i mean it's it's not as though auburn is, is going to win just because they show up these feel like especially right. after the first right. couple of conference games we were talking about with with teams like a&m and lsu and georgia like the, these right. these feel like games where a a quality auburn performance uh, feels like it, it should be not just enough, but maybe I mean maybe in the case of Vanderbilt, more than enough to uh, to come That's away right. to come away with a victory. And, and, and then really against, the game, yeah. yeah, really the game that I'd be more worried about us playing sloppy is going to be that New Mexico game because it's sandwiched in between right. Arkansas and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I mean, you can't you can't be sloppy in Fayetteville either. I mean, it's a road road conference oh, game, no. and, and Arkansas no, Arkansas has played too many close games this year. But absolutely, I'm just saying that if any of the guys are going to relax and think all they got to do is show up it would be the new mexico game i would think you know what, what what i remember last year though like that 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 season where auburn was i mean nothing very little had gone right for auburn uh in that you know in in the 2022 season they did have the night against a&m but you know it had, it had been a, a tough stretch and western kentucky came in having played well in the group of right. five schedule and it was just it was you could you could tell Right, the difference athletically between the, yeah, these two teams, right. and I, I worry—not worry—I wonder if New Mexico State's going to run into some of that too. Where even if they're playing well, they yeah. they could they could be uh, punching out of their own weight class coming to Jordan Hare Stadium, yeah. and and that could yeah, be, and that's what, right. That's the way it should be. I, I, I mean, that's the way it should come down. Uh, 
Yeah, but they, so, but they've been, but they've been impressive. I mean, they they uh, they dropped that game to UMass, which had people wondering at the beginning of the season. But they've, they, I think they're six and two since then. So it's a, uh, right. it's not not a team that Auburn can uh, can can take lightly either. Right, and you got a team with confidence. You can't overshadow confidence, man. And that's and hopefully, and we appreciate the phone call, Dag. I mean, that that's where you, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say when you get when you combine confidence, uh, being with the team that has more talent. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's going to be tough. To if beat. Auburn can come in with some, you know, if Auburn has confidence or if they've regained some of the confidence after the Mississippi State game, like that, that's only going to benefit uh, what they've got going on uh, Saturday. Absolutely. Good stuff, Dak. Yeah, thanks for the call. We need to get to our final break of the Friday edition of The Drive. Stick with us. Yellowwood knows that a five-star backyard is the place to make lasting memories, like cookouts. Um, cornhole with friends. Ooh, a neighborhood potluck with your wife's pasta salad. The one with the feta. Oh, sorry. Or taking a nap on your deck in a hammock. Naps are memories. Mm, I love naps. For five-star backyards and the most memorable experiences, Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. If it doesn't have that yellow tag, you don't want it. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. This is Scott Bagwell. Catch the Auburn High School Tigers this Friday night as they travel to take on Smith Station. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff at 7. Only on Wings, 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Troy Bank and Trust, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto, ABS Business Solutions, and University Ace Hardware. On your home for Auburn High School football. Give them six touchdown Tigers. Wings, 94.3. And Auburn Network Station. Easy. Quick, stress-free, all words you probably don't think of when buying a vehicle. Unless, of course, you've shopped with Pig Enterprises, the number one pre-owned dealer in the state, three years running. Our customers truly enjoy buying vehicles from us, and you will too. Check out our reviews from real customers and come see for yourself the Pig Enterprises difference. Whether you're looking for a car, truck, SUV, or whatever it is your heart desires, our award-winning team is ready to put you behind the wheel in record time with zero stress. Come to Pig Enterprises today and get a squeal of a deal. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. On the drive. The drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of the drive, call 334 321 1390. Toll free at 888 382 7502 or email us at the drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back in. Final few minutes of the Friday Drive Fun Show today. Yeah. I mean, we talked with Scott Bagwell, and we got all the uh, that advanced math. 
as to uh, the possibilities there. I mean, Auburn closing out the regular season at Smith's tonight, and then they will see how things go. Uh, they will be in the playoffs. Um, right now, he says, I think he said they're the, they're the three right now, the way that the tiebreakers things look. Um, but it's going to depend on if, if all of them do the same, if all of them win, then it's going to depend on uh, uh, the, the, the tiebreakers that they have. But, I mean, what Auburn High needs to do is just take care of business and win tonight. Same as we've been talking about with Auburn University. Take care of business, go out and win. It's a little, little different because Auburn High knows that they're in the postseason. Auburn, uh, the, the, the big Tigers, looking to get over 500 and move within one win of being bowl eligible. And also pick up a needed road conference win. Yeah, this is a. Uh, this, I mean, a lost Saturday to Vanderbilt. Oh, would would be. I mean, it would erase a lot close of the, to devastating. Yeah, it would erase a lot of the goodwill that you built. You know, after the after the win against Mississippi State, this this thought that Auburn has found some things that could work, and, and Auburn can uh, you know can, can uh, showcase some of the improvement they've made since the start of the season over these next couple of weeks. A loss tomorrow. You know, puts a oh, you know, it lets the air out of that balloon. Absolutely, it would, and and so I mean, that's why it, it would be good if Auburn could just go ahead and take charge early, play well. You'd you'd love to be able to to go ahead and just uh, that would make for a very very uh, pleasant Saturday evening. Yeah, you know, b- b- busy uh, busy week ahead for us here at Auburn Network. You've got uh, you get you got uh, the high school football tonight on, on Wings ninety four three. You've got. Auburn University football tomorrow on Wings 94.3. Uh, that's going to be a, a game day starting at... Uh, game day on Wings starts at 11. Game day at 11, and then coverage all the way up uh, until the start of Auburn Vanderbilt. And then they'll have uh, Andy and Jason will have the call of Auburn Vanderbilt uh, th- throughout the game. You're not going to want to miss that on Wings 94.3. Uh, we've got Auburn men's basketball. Got Auburn Wings women's 90. basketball Monday night. That's going to be on uh, AU one hundred. AU one hundred. And that the mm-hmm. new the new station carrying Auburn women's basketball. AU one hundred. We're thrilled to have they, uh, the they women. play Jacksonville State. They've got Monday Jacksonville night. State. The Gamecocks coming in. A good good Gamecocks team uh, that uh, that was was plucky uh, last year uh, in the uh, I think that's the Ohio Valley. I forget I forget exactly the league that the Jacksonville State's in. They were know. the Ohio Valley. You may have switched uh, as part of the. Uh, they used to be in the Gulf Coast. So I mean yeah. I don't know. They they've moved conferences. But the uh, uh, the uh, and then Auburn men's basketball against Baylor. Uh, they're going to have that game on Tuesday night, right on, uh, yes. on live from South Dakota. Yeah, well, I, I'm you, think Andy, you think Andy's going straight from? Uh, he is. Well, I don't know that he's going straight, but he's going to be there. And no, no Andy on the drive next Tuesday. No. I'm well, thinking, actually, we will. We're gonna, we're, we're going to check him because uh, yeah. he said airtime is uh, the game tips at eight o'clock. So he should, you know, he should be uh, there, either there at the arena or uh, he should be able to get us a segment. A phone segment on Tuesday. I'm thinking that's double. I'm thinking that's a double header, but that might be. Is college football playoff rankings? Is that Tuesday or is that Wednesday? It's Tuesday. Is that? No, it, is it? It's Tuesday. Maybe that's the show. Are they doing the? Do they do the college football ranking? Do they do the show on ESPN before? Like, don't, don't they do? Don't they unveil it with like a? Mm-hmm. Maybe that. Maybe that's what's going to be on before a. Auburn Vanderbilt or Auburn uh, Baylor on on Tuesday night, but that yeah Auburn Auburn Baylor ESPN uh, Tuesday night we'll have that on Wings ninety four three. Yeah, so uh, there there is quite a bit uh, that'll be coming up here on the the Auburn Network uh, family of stations. Again tonight, no Lee Scott. They've got a they've got the week off. Auburn High over on Wings six thirty airtime, seven o'clock kick 
with the with the full crew. All right, so uh, we we gave you sort of our picks. I believe mine was thirty four seventeen. You said yours was thirty to thirteen. I went thirty thirteen. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both we're, we're in the we're we're on the same on the same track here on the same path as far as what what this could look like and and how Auburn turns it into a, a convincing Auburn win. Looking forward to that. Brian Matthews back with us as we're back in the studio on Monday. I guess I'll be back at the helm again. I think we made it through without any uh, huge problems here this afternoon. Appreciate all the calls and all of our guests today on this Friday, but we're out of time. Back with you Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. We are out of here. with the Food Bank of East Alabama. The annual Beat Bama Food Drive is on. In partnership with Kroger, committed to zero hunger, zero waste, that's Kroger's bold nationwide impact plan. And in that spirit, we invite you to join our local campaign. So the next time you shop Kroger, please purchase non-perishable items for East Alabama families in need. For donation information, visit foodbankofeastalabama.com. Together we can beat Bama and beat hunger. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Hey, sports fans, Jeff Myers here, First Baptist Church of Opelika. Well, you know I'm a sports fan, you're a sports fan. You wouldn't be listening to this channel if you were not. So let's talk about sports from our perspective. The overwhelming majority of us, that's right, we're spectators. We're not even participants anymore. Our days are long gone up on the field, the pitch, whatever sport that you prefer. We watch as parents, grandparents, neighbors, friends, whatever it may be. Let me challenge you today to kind of check yourself as a spectator of sports. How often have you been at a Little League game? And unfortunately, there's been such a conflict that the police have to show up. Or you've been at a college football game, and because of the emotion riding high, people have to be separated. One of the reasons that I love sports is not because of wins and losses. It's because of the lessons that it teaches us, the character that it builds. Sports is all throughout the Bible as an illustration of the life that we're called to live. Maybe we ought to live that life in the spectator seats, not just in the church pews. Y'all have a great day. Football game day destination is Wings 94.3. Uncle T-Bone here. And Jack Hutton. Join us this Saturday. We'll get you game ready for the Auburn football game against Vanderbilt. Game day is presented by Johnny Brusco's New York Style Pizza, Wisdom Law Firm, Fairway Auto Brokers, Auburn Opelika, Hydromed, Baumhauer's Victory Grill, and the Orthopedic Clinic. Only on Classic Hits. Wings 94.3. Previously on The Drive. 
some schools that have just recruited extremely well year after year after year. Auburn was on the periphery of that before Gus's last couple of classes. I mean, Auburn was a team that would be around the top ten. But with the talent that Auburn has not been bringing in for the last few years, it's going to take a little longer. This team would not have been able to be competitive without the transfer portal. The Drive, weekday afternoons 4 to 6 on ESPN 106.7. Auburn Opelika's Sports. ESPN 106.7. WGZZ HD3 Waverly. And W294AR Auburn 